Back in the 80s, I thought I could conquer the world. Hello. Swatch. What? You McDLT. Basic. You're a neo maxi zoom dweeby. Nobody appreciates your sense of humor, you know. Pontiac Fiero. He slimed me. Now, only $8.99 at Jakey's. I want my MTV. Bueller. And what's it gonna do? My density has popped me to you. But it's only authentic if it says members only right here. Live from members only studios, welcome to Living in the 80s. Gentlemen, how are you? Yeah, how are you? We're good. Good. I got I got uh, Mike, Matt, and Kevin back again. You guys coming back out here for three weeks in a row doing it's been, this? It's been a lot. Of That's fun. a lot of pizza. A lot of dedication. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of pizza. pizza. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> so um, we, we have had a series of uh, podcasts here. Yeah. Uh, iconic. Uh, 80s moments, things, trends, music, everything. It goes with your tagline, the, the best that we remember, right? Yes. I, I wish I forgot to do again this Always, week. that's what I'm here for. Yeah, the best we remember. The best we remember. Yeah, that's our version of the 80s, the best that we remember. So um, today, it's really good because all four of us grew up as sports fans. So this will be a pretty cool conversation to have. So if if even if you're not a fan of of sports, so to speak, um, you will uh, probably, hopefully, enjoy this podcast. Um, maybe just jog your memory. You don't have to watch a sporting event, but you can hear us kind of reminiscing about our memories of these different uh, iconic moments and athletes of the 80s. So I'll bet Big Jay's on the edge of his seat. I'll bet he is. Oh, <laughs> He's been looking forward to this one. is... So, I can't. He's probably thinking, "Why wasn't I invited?" All right. Yeah, I should be there. I know lots about sport ball. <laughs> my, my sport ball. <laughs> my, my favorite thing is when we talk about sports, and I look over, and Jay looks just have his head and go. <laughs> but he can ramble on and on and on about minerals and rocks and books. There it is. He walks. <laughs> Do we box? <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, so we are gonna we're gonna talk about sports. Sound good? Sounds great. All right, we're gonna take a brief time out. We'll be right back, and I think Snowball is going to start us off. So hang tight. Welcome back to Living in the Eighties. This week we're going to talk about uh, iconic sporting events, sport moments, athletes, so on and so forth. So uh, we're gonna start with Snowball, and you're gonna start off talking about. Um, the most iconic sporting event to you in the 1980s. Okay. This event took place in March 1985 at New York's Madison Square Garden. The first WrestleMania. <laughs> there oh, it yeah. is! Yes! Here well, we go. Although, not as iconic as the first Starcade, but no. it's okay. Yes. Well, I should say not as good. It probably is more iconic. It's probably it, not as good. It's slightly more iconic. Um... It was viewed on closed-circuit television. It had over a million viewers, which at that time was the largest pay-per-view. It featured special guests as Billy Martin, Liberace, Muhammad Ali, and the Rockets. Yes. I watched it live. Now, to yes. be honest, I was never a big WWF fan. Mm-hmm. We were all NWA and Georgia Championship Wrestling fans. Because that was the best. That was real wrestling. That was real wrestling. Yeah, they weren't, they weren't fake. 
But what I always think about, what if WrestleMania failed? I mean, Vince McMahon went all in. If this failed, he was probably, you know, going to go bankrupt. Probably. So what would the world of wrestling look like if WrestleMania had failed? A lot of Magnum TA versus Dusty Rhodes matches. And Amen. A lot of Road Warriors and Midnight Express stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. So I don't know if you guys remember what the main event was. Matt, do you remember what the main event was? Ooh, the I first one, I don't remember the main event was. Hulk Hogan versus somebody? Uh, yeah, yeah. It, 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 partially it. there, yeah. <laughs> Ta- it's a tag team match. Oh. Yeah, it was a tag team match. Hulk Hogan and Liberace versus <laughs> Billy Martin and <laughs> the Junkyard Dog. <laughs> that was Hulk Hogan and Mr. T versus Roddy Piper and Paul Ondorff. Oh, wow. That's perfect. Yeah. It was, it was actually a really good match. That is I mean, good. until Mr. T got in there. Oh, and you see how small he is because he looks so imposing and rocky. Yeah. And he gets in there against these giants. I like, mean, he's he, against Roddy Piper who's, who's not considered like one of the big guys but Piper's dwarfing over him. Yeah. His. He looked tiny, didn't he? It was yes, so weird. He did. Yes, so he did. that's my uh, 80s sporting event. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty What about good. you, Matthew? <coughs> uh, did I steal that from you, Rob? No, you didn't. Okay. No, you didn't. See, I'm, a, I'm surprised. I, I think my my uh, iconic 80s, when I think 80s sporting event, uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is, at least in the football realm, would be uh, the Super Bowl shuffle. Yeah. Uh, yep. Because to me, that's a you know when they when they won so the 1985 1985 Bears, Bears championship of the Colts, they, they crushed them or 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 the Patriots, the Patriots, my bad, yeah. Patriots, yeah. And they were they, they were up like 30, 35, 10. They put in the fridge, yeah. Who went and runs in runs in his iconic little. He vultured that from Walter Payton. Yeah, Payton yeah. should have had that. Should've, you know, and Ditka not Ditka said that later. He goes, you know, I, I got so caught up in this hype about the refrigerator and all stuff. He's Peyton should have got that touchdown in that game. Yeah. So, but it was unnecessary. It was just icing on the cake, anyhow. They ended up winning forty six ten, I think. So, but still, it was. Uh, Man, you're but, cocky when you put out a song before the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they didn't put that on after they won. It was how, before. How, how would that song have? I mean, it already sounds aged. How would it be viewed now if the Patriots had actually found a way to win that game? Do you think the Patriots would have released, released a uh, comeback? Yeah. <laughs> I, think that, I think they would have. That's all. Yeah, absolutely they would have. Here's but, the keys to my car. Suck it, Baz. <laughs> so. But I mean that that whole, that whole thing with the, you know, McMahon and the, the, the headband and the, all the... It was just, I mean, that was yeah, just... Roselle on the yeah. Roselle because of the boycott. I mean, it was just, yep. to me, that was that was huge. I mean, that was, and I'm not a Bears fan. Same, but, 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 either, but everybody was iconic. watching but because... it's iconic to me. Absolutely. So, yeah, agree. It's you, Kev. I'm going to have to go with the Miracle on Ice. Um, mm. That... Do you hear about that? Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, and most people don't even probably remember that that wasn't for the gold Mm-mm. that was to get in the gold medal match but beating Russia with a bunch of college kids against essentially a team that was professional I mean they were men right? Yeah. and for them to win that game was just I mean it was so big they made a couple movies about it you know well, and, uh, I, I just watched Miracle I, on Martin Luther King Day we were home and we were just like it was snowing outside like we're watching Miracle yeah awesome. it was I, I remember driving to my grandparents and heard on the radio that they had won and I just thought 
it just, I mean, it, well, it was like they were ahead with so many minutes to go. I'm like, there's no way they're going to win this game. It's like 4-3 or something. It, it, was, it was just it was amazing that they won that. And it's like, now they got to come turn around and win again, you know, but which they did. But beating the Russians was huge. Even if they'd gotten silver, that right. was huge. Yeah. So. yeah. What's the phrase he said? Was it, do you, do you believe, believe in miracles? miracles? Yes. Yeah. And that was uh, Al Michaels. Al Michaels. Yes. That's amazing. great. Uh, for me, I've I got a few here. Um but what's the most but, but he took Miracle on Ice. That was my number one. And I had to... It's my number one for the next topic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, well, yeah. I, I, I had a two and three on there, but I'm going to skip those because I think number four for me is probably more iconic. So hmm. Super Bowl 19, the 49ers beat the Miami Dolphins and Dan Marino 38-16. to 16. Uh, You've got the two, two of the... Probably the two most iconic... Uh, NFL quarterbacks in the 80s were Marino and Montana going against each other, and Montana killed him. Mm-hmm. But the the thing that kind of adds to the 80s-ness, Ronald Reagan tossed the coin. Wow. In, oh, wow. In the pregame. So, I mean, it doesn't get much more 80s than Montana, Marino, Ronald Reagan. Now, so... They're on the Mount Rushmore of so so Joe <laughs> <laughs> 80s men. <laughs> so Joe Burrow made it to the Super Bowl. We haven't done a his second a year in the NFL. Yes, Marino made it his second year in the NFL and never made yes. it back. Ooh, so we'll have to see what yeah. happens there. Yeah, you know, I was really next. I was really kind of hoping for a rematch because we yeah. beat him twice. We can yeah. beat him a third time because I mean we beat him regular season this year. We well, you don't him. have Marino now. That's I'm sorry, true. you don't have Montana now. No, we don't. Um, but now, see, I would hopefully thought, not Jimmy Garoppolo for much longer. <laughs> I would have thought you would have went with the second one where, where the Niners had to make a comeback against the Bengals late, and where he yeah. points out, did you see that John Candy's in the crowd? Yeah. I, so, no person that's a bigger fan of uh, John Candy than Montana is, is Snowball. snowball. <laughs> Our own Snowball. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was um, to just like talk about being. Calm, cool, and collected in a moment. Like he's like, "Hey, look who's up in the crowd!" It's like, "Oh, by the way, you got a Super Bowl winning drive to do right here." It's yeah. like, here, John Taylor, yeah. catch this touchdown pass <laughs> from me. Amazing, nice. Okay, we're gonna transition that from sporting event to sports moment. This may be a moment within the game, or a celebration after the game, mm. or something that says like this moment, this this moment, this capsule in time. Is the most iconic '80s thing mm. to me, or something completely tragic? <laughs> I'm going to go with too. the drive. <laughs> oh, oh yes, being, over being here. A, all uh, these Browns fans. Yeah. Being a Browns fan, uh, I I was at my girlfriend's watching that game, and and her dad was watching with me. He's a Browns fan, and we're like, they're going to the Super Bowl. This is awesome, and then all of a sudden. And I remember this like third and long, and just Man, it, everything just kept going right for the for the Broncos. He ended up getting a touchdown, sent it to overtime, kick a field goal, and win it. I hate that one. Something good did come out of it. Had had the Browns won, my life, my my trajectory in life would be completely different. Because the girl I was dating, for some unknown reason, had a Broncos sweatshirt, and she goes to her room and comes out and puts it on and thinks that I'll think that's funny. I was devastated. Kevin, watching a sporting event with Kevin, he gets very, he's, he's on the edge of his seat the entire time, very, very tense the whole time. We're watching a national championship yeah. game against Miami. We're all just kind of sitting there watching. Kevin's pacing. 
back and forth. <laughs> and he'd go to the TV and he'll, he would walk out of the room and come back. And, and then the Rose Bowl. Remember the Rose Bowl against, no. against Arizona? Yeah. Like, Kevin is... Uh, he is yelling at the TV, <laughs> yelling when Joe Germain throws that touchdown. David yeah. Austin, Kevin, I mean, it was, it was crazy. He's very fun to watch a sporting event. Yeah, good times. So, so yeah, so so it was the wrong time to bring out this Broncos sweatshirt, and and I was so upset. And that just that was like the beginning of the end. Within two weeks, we mm-hmm. broke up, and then I went to church with her, so I was seeing her all the time. So that's the time I left that church, came to Grace. And so that's when I met you. Mm-hmm. It was it was right after. That's awesome. Right after that. So, right so after the drive. Because the next year when they lost again on the fumble, I was at Grace because I actually went back into the back room and and watched the fumble. Because we were at Sunday evening church because that's what we used to do. Yeah, yeah. Church in the evening. So so I would probably be married to this other person. This Bronco probably chick. married and, and divorced. Probably, yeah. probably married <laughs> and divorced. And because of it, I switched churches. Met Diana and the rest is history. So there was something good. There was some good. Came you know out what? The there's, there's more than one good thing. And came here's out of the it. rest of so the story. Here, That's here's, good, stick with me here, boys. <laughs> Remember the drive, how it in the fun, all that to happen. Oh, there was something good that came out of it. Yeah, because you guys would have had to play the 49ers who beat the Broncos that beat you 55 to 10. Oh, here complete we go. obliteration, destruction, destroyed. Put all about into matchups. the so, That is a matchup you did not oh, want. We wanted any part of it. We wanted that. You did not. <laughs> we, we wanted, wanted that. Every you couldn't handle team. Elway. There's no way you could have handled Montana and we Rice. We wanted that. So bad. Yeah, you but yeah, you better believe I was a huge <laughs> Niners fan that day. I did not want to see the Broncos win <laughs> oh, that game. Oh. That's right. All right, man. That's so funny. That, that's so cool, though, that... That is yeah, iconic. Yeah, the, it, that's a Paul Harvey story. Though. Yeah, now, now you, know you know the, the rest, rest of the story. Of the story. That's awesome. Stand by for news. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, to me, I think iconic 80s sports moment, uh, Doug Flutie, Hail Mary. Oh, yeah. Um, he I mean, stole Keith Byers' Heisman with that one play. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yep. yeah, he, he gets did. the Heisman, and he, but he's he's just it's the whole, and I, and I hate, I don't like a school. I don't like, any, but that that moment, that throw, and and, and there's probably been a hundred of them since then. It's probably uh-huh. been better and cooler, but there's there's none like oh, that. They played that thing a thousand. It times. was. I mean, it was it was a great moment. Yeah. Who, who who caught the pass? It was. It, it, I read. He I became a Browns receiver. Brian Brennan. Yes. Who was it? Brian Brennan. Brian Brennan. Played for the Browns. And uh, it was Boston College beating Miami. So Miami yeah. seemed like invincible. <laughs> yeah, in the 80s they were... It's funny every time they get invincible and cocky, somebody busts them in the mouth. Right. That's awesome. Like the Buckeyes. There it is. There it is. <laughs> every time they do bad, I, I, I rejoice. Very happy for that. Okay. But yeah, that's, that's to, a to great me, that was a, that was a big moment that was yeah. played over and over and over and over again. So. Yeah, that's a good okay. one. Well, Kevin's killing me. He's taking all of my... <laughs> you were going to save the drive, too? I had the Olympic team. Then I was like, I already went there, so we can go the drive. Well, so we can't go there now. Mm-hmm. You still got the fumble. <laughs> I can go the fumble. <laughs> or I can go with another City of Cleveland heartbreak. Uh-oh. The May Jordan. 1989. Oh, yeah. Jordan over Elo. Yeah. Oh, man. The, the shot. shot. The shot. Golly. I truly believe if that Cavalier team was in today's era of basketball, they would be a championship team. But back then, I mean, you think of the teams they had to play as far as like Detroit, 
and uh, Chicago is such a physical game compared to today where you can barely touch a guy. Well, you're you know, right. You get a foul right. call. It's a big you know, guys like Mark Price would be the current-day Steph Curry. Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. So, yeah, that was devastating growing up being a Cavalier fan. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. a good point. Yeah, the shot. And that, that just seeing seeing Michael do the fist pump. Yeah, and that that's just launched them. Most, yeah. That was the first year I believe the Bulls went to the finals. They had finally got past the Pistons and they got past the Cavaliers. And that's an that's an eighties iconic moment and just you know, yeah, you shot, have, even shot even on the Gatorade commercials, still they're playing like that fist. Uh, the reality is they should have never traded Ron Harper. Harper should have been on Jordan. Love. <laughs> but instead we traded Harper so we could draft Danny Ferry. Oh, <laughs> Maybe that's the moment. Yeah, <laughs> the that's, that's the... Drafting Danny Ferry and letting oh, Ron Harper go. Gosh. Meant, yeah, Harper. Yeah, so that's my 80s sports moment. There you go. What about you, Robert? Oh, uh, That would be Dwight Clark and the catch. You had the fumble and the drive. We had the catch. So uh, Montana goes back in the pocket, throws the ball back to the end zone. Big Dwight Clark, one of the best tight ends in history, reaches up, grabs it, touchdown, game over. 49ers go on to win their first of five Super Bowls. It was iconic. If you like that kind. Yeah. If you like that kind. Now, if I'm taking my whole team out of the equation, take everything that we, we've had here, what one other 80s moment did we completely miss? Uh, okay. Oh, 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 you know what? I would say Mary Loretta and getting a 10. You know, getting a 10. That was on the... Yeah, that was... That's a, that's a, that's a big one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mary Lou Retton getting her 10. Because, A, I love Mary Lou Retton. I know, I know you love her. Well documented. I left her out there. Well documented my love for her. But that moment when, when she did her, her... I mean, she won our Maybe hearts. we can cover that in a couple of categories later. I probably will. I probably will. <laughs> wait, 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 what do we miss? Uh, Kirk Gibson hitting the home run. Yeah, that's a great one. Against Coming Oakland. Up. He limps up there and hits that home run. Oh, yeah. Just pump around. I still don't know how that around. ball went over 200 feet. I mean, he had yeah. no leg drive. He just flipped the bat out there. Yeah, it, it almost looked like a check all, swing, didn't I mean, it? He, I mean, he had some <laughs> forearms the size of Popeye. So it's just like he... Yeah, and that at bat, he fouled off so many pitches. I mean, it was like a really long at bat, yeah. and he finally just connects with it. Walk <laughs> off. Wow. And who was the pitcher? Um, Eckersley. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Crazy. All right, now we're going to go to um, male athlete. Hmm. Male athlete. We'll start icon. with uh, start with snowball. Oh, good. That way I don't lose. Yeah. One. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. He was the uh, greatest Olympian since Jesse Owens, Carl Lewis. Ooh, he very duplicated good. Owens' 1936 four gold medals in the 100 meters, 200 meters, 4 by 100, and the long jump. Um, in total, oh, in the 80s, good. he had nine Olympic gold medals and one silver. Very good. There, and he was 
voted by Sports Illustrated as the Olympian of the century. So, uh-huh. yeah, he was always my favorite track and field athlete. I don't know if you guys know I ran track and cross country in college. So I would have never this. guessed that. We would have never guessed that. Didn't guess that? No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Neither was. You look like you'd be more field than track. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that even means. Well... <laughs> Shot put, <laughs> hammer throw, maybe. Destroyed <laughs> my life, maybe. But back then, yeah, we, we've all changed over the years. You see more field than track. Wow! <laughs> the quote of the night. Wow! <laughs> that's the best slam I've heard. I mean, that's like Byron Jordan. Wow. That was beautiful. That was so good. Get some of that. Don't think we That was. That was. Challenging all of you to a race up the street right now. Yeah, you know what? Kevin's gonna run for me. Oh my goodness, that was the best. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, so, so where did you run track? Uh, University of Finley. Very nice. Yes. Oh, wow. Very nice. Predominantly an eight hundred meter guy, so wasn't a sprinter like Lewis, but he was beautiful to watch to run. If you can say that about another man. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and he's quite the singer, too. Oh, yes, he was. Yes, Absolutely. He was. Well, I remember, here's a fun story. So, I, we all know about Carl Lewis destroying the National Anthem. Right. Yes. How terrible that was. You I had that? no I idea. You don't remember this? Uh-uh. Oh, he killed yeah. it. You yeah. never heard Carl Lewis? I don't Lewis? think so. Well, what, what was it for? Was it? Let, let's, let, let's just hear a little bit of that, okay? Okay. All right, are we all ready? Oh, oh, say can you see and the rockets red flag? Uh oh, I'll make up for it now. For the land of the free. Oh, now, yeah. what'd you think of that? That's that that bad. That worse. <laughs> I mean, well, there's Roseanne. When yeah. he goes, Roseanne Barr. Oh, I think he's worse than <laughs> it was Well, tough. I think hers was intentional. Yeah, so. she was. he was trying, maybe a little too hard. But when you go, uh-oh, in the middle of the song, you know it's bad. <laughs> so, Snowball sends me an email. He says, you may need this for tonight's podcast. And I see Carl Lewis, and I'm like, Okay. So we're gonna save Carl Lewis's song. Hit song. It's a hit song. <laughs> we're gonna save that to the very end of the podcast okay. today. For you that are wondering, that just can't wait. It's called "Break It Up." Break it up. <laughs> <laughs> the multi-talented Carl Lewis. Yes, oh, he that's is. great. Wow, that is so great. All right, Matt. What about you, male athlete? Eighties. Uh, uh, t- just iconic. First thing pops in my brain, Larry Bird. Mm, I just I thought about uh, him. I didn't from French Lick. French Lick, Indiana. I just, uh, I mean, I just, again, wasn't a Celtics fan. Uh, but to me, he was just like the epitome of NBA basketball and just shooting and just, he was just, I don't know. I just, he's the first thing pops in my brain sometimes. Well, at least, at least in a basketball realm, and that's the first thing in the 80s. Sports, old Larry comes to my mind pretty quick. That's good. Yeah. I, I loved Larry Bird back in the back in the day. We, we stopped at his. We stopped at his restaurant, restaurant one time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was good. So, so Way our friend from John, John had graduated. From, he had graduated from boot camp. Yeah, well, we, we yeah. took a bus over there to Missouri. 
The and Jets on the way Missouri. back, yeah. we stopped in French Lick, Indiana, yeah. or somewhere in Indiana, and went to his restaurant. We put our hand again on the placemat. They had his, uh, his, his hand. His hand, yeah. Yeah, huge. It was ginormous. Yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. A couple of moments stand out for me. There was a game where the next night they were going to play the Lakers. So I think they were playing the Houston Rockets. I might be wrong. Houston or Phoenix. So he played the whole game left-handed. Scored like 48 points. <laughs> only shooting with his left hand. And when they asked him why he did it, he goes, well, I need to save my right hand for the Lakers. That's hilarious. <laughs> wow. Only Larry. It's funny because when you watch him, he seems to be so quiet, laid back, and mellow. He, but I mean, they, he was trash just talk. a trash oh, talk. He, the king of trash. he got Dr. J to fight. Oh, I mean, that's just... Not a violent Dr. Man. J was like the coolest, smoothest dude ever. Yeah, were those commercials? Were those McDonald's commercials from the eighties mm-hmm. or that nineties? I, I would say they were probably the eighties. Him and oh, him and uh, the, the the playing horse that one. Yeah, yeah. Was it? Who I was would it? think it's who's he playing against? Was he playing against Magic or was it against Jordan? I can't remember. That was Michael, now. I think it was I think, Jordan. Yeah. It was so Michael. That could have been early nineties. I can't remember for sure. Yeah. But. I was never really a big fan of Larry Bird, but I really gained respect for him. It was a little bit later in his career, and he was playing with like a fracture in his face. And there was a loose ball, and he dives on the floor, and his face smashes on the uh, hardwood of the mm. floor. And he's laying there, and they take him back to the locker room. And five minutes later, he comes jogging out, checks right back in the ball game. Mm, it's crazy. I'm like, holy cow. Dudes were, it was a different breed of basketball. They were men. Like yeah, they were men. Yeah, they were Ron men. gets a sniffle now, he gets to sit out for a week. Yeah, those, those boys were tough. They were tough. Kevin. Male athlete. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with Pete Rose. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I know he's bigger. 70s. I know he's big in the '70s, but he was he was still playing all throughout almost all the entire yeah. '80s. He had a lot of iconic moments in the late '80s. I mean, he did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He uh, he um, he broke the uh, all-time hits in the '80s, mm-hmm. and um, you know, then became a manager, player manager. So yeah, I always liked Pete Rose. I mean, he's he's. I mean, I love I love Pete Charlie Rose. Hustle. Charlie baby. Hustle. Yeah. yeah, more ways than one. <laughs> he's so a hustler. Yeah. My grandmother said he's the ugliest man alive. Could wow! Be. Wow! <laughs> Could be, but he should be in the Hall of Fame. He's doing his Aqua Velva commercial. Oh yeah. <laughs> he, he should be in the Hall of Fame. I don't care. That dude. Should, that cat should be in. Yeah, he should yeah. be. Agreed. All right. I so know you're going to go with. I, I'd be willing to bet. I know you're going to go with. Yeah, I know, if you exactly. can go with what's on my mind, I'll. If you, yeah, I'm, I'm shocked if you're. Why wouldn't you say Joe Montana? There it is. Uh, <laughs> why wouldn't you? He was the 80s. He did won four Super Bowls in the 80s. I actually thought you were going to say Jerry Rice. So I could have. Well, he you know he came along a little later, which is the same reason I didn't put Michael Jordan. He came along in mid 80s. Yeah. And on, but you know. But uh, yeah, Joe Montana. Yeah. Just when you think '80s sports superstars, you got to think of him. You know, we you guys talk about other people. Larry Bird is, is a huge one. Talked about Michael earlier. Um, you no there said Dr. J on there. Yeah. So I mean, those are those people all very very well deserving. Um, you know, we talked about Dan Marino earlier. Another one, uh, Mike Tyson. How can you talk about 80 sports without talking about Mike Tyson? That's good. He has a list. <laughs> Breaking the rules you know, is, our, just, is our destroying podcast I destroy the rules. How about Bo Jackson? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I had I had him up in moments, but I didn't mention him. But, you know, I didn't mention the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Right? I was waiting oh, for that, too. Yeah. I almost Woo! said him instead of Montana. I'm like, no. 
gotta say Joe. So good man. Yes. All right. So our last one here, or not <coughs> our last, our next one is gonna be female athlete. Matt will let you start this Thank time. Thank you very much. Wow. <laughs> I was you guys so ready you have one, probably. He would, he, would, he would melt if you guys stole it. And I volunteer to go last here because I know nobody will have this person. So. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I might. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, go I'm ahead. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm going Mary Lou Redden. I, I love that. for you. Thank you very much. And uh, uh, To me, seeing her at, uh, what was it, the, the Target? No, I think it was the Myers. Meyer. The Myers. It's almost like opening. I was there. It was just uh the thing of beauty, skip school to see her. She's so beautiful. Oh, four foot ten ever. She was beautiful. Was she friendly? She was sweet. She Did was wonderful. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a little bit. Probably could have made out longer if, you, uh, <laughs> if the security would have had <laughs> Rob Fott's mixtape. So. Yeah, if I had your mixtape, daggone it. No, I, I mean, she just, uh, I just, I had our poster in, in my room. I loved her. She was Stole my heart. Just I met her at the right time in my life to fall in love, and, and so, <laughs> so she we crossed paths. We crossed paths at the right time. Time of the life. Falling love. <laughs> so uh, was the uh, was the uh, iconic moment for you, Meyer, or was there another thing she did? I don't know. No, I mean, I, she just it was the poster on your ceiling. It was a poster on the ceiling. It was very uh, rewarding, but I I, I love her. I just. I What's just she famous for? Do you have any idea? I think she don't even, doesn't even know. <laughs> she, uh, bathing suit. she was wearing red, white, and blue. That's all I know. <laughs> Pretty little gal. Flip around. Yeah. <laughs> she was awesome. She was oh, awesome. I love Mary Lou. I do love Mary Lou. I love her too. That's my girl. All what about right. you, Kev? Well, this is tough. I'm going to go Chris Everett. I mean, the tennis. Mm-hmm. Um, she always had the big battles against Martina Navratilova. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, Chris Everett. That's all I know about her. I think she played tennis. I don't okay. know if she ever won or not, but but that but that screams eighties. Oh, you want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, Wendy Richter. <laughs> Wendy Richter. Yes. Hey, part who of, else going to take part, out the fabulous movie? Part, part of the Rock and Wrestling Connection, managed by Cindy Lauper and Captain Lou Albano. There it is. <laughs> yep. That is who I got, man. There I, it is. I, I Wendy was going to put another one here. I'm like, nope, can't do it. Be I thought he was going to say Fabulous Moolah, but, but okay. <laughs> well, I, you know, she could have been the 50s, yeah, 60s, 40s. <laughs> in the 40s, yeah. I think she was on top of her game. And and, and May, was it what, May West? May Grable? May Young. May Young, that's right. It wasn't Young. Yes. Okay, so um, Snowball? Kevin, I trump your Chris Everett. With a Martina Navratilova. Oh. <laughs> oh. You, you said it wouldn't give me mention. Yeah. No, I know. I was like, oh, there we go. Yes. Tell me why. Uh, she had 15 majors in the 80s, which would be your French, your U.S. Open, your Wimbledon, and Australian. So she had 15. Wow. She was did very she won a Grand Slam? She didn't do it in a season. She did it in a... Ca- four in a row. Yeah, but, four yeah. in a row, yes. Okay. Kind of like a Tiger Slam. <clears throat> okay. Wow. Yes, she did. She was, she was dominant. So yep. are there any other women athletes? Uh, Nancy Lopez. Yeah. Oh, golfer. Yeah. yeah. I think she was married she to married Ray, Ray Knight. Knight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she did. Um, Cheryl, Cheryl Miller. Cheryl Miller. Yeah. Reggie Master Miller. Oh, yeah. Would but was, be that 80s, one was, one. was that 80s or, or 90s? She was 80s. She was the 84 Olympian. Okay. Gotcha. 
Florence Florence Joyner Kersey. Flojo. Yeah, she's like the female Carl Lewis. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm a huge... As successful with in the women's. Yeah. She sacrificed her life for one great Olympics. Yeah. She was on HGH very, very heavily. Destroyed Mm -hmm. the uh, world records and... Just after, she went from a very mediocre runner in '84. She was in the '84 Olympics to absolutely dominant. Not just winning, but winning by like ten yards in a hundred meter. Well, ten meters in the hundred meter wow. race. So she was unbelievable, and then immediately retired after the Olympics. So imagine that. Yeah. So and died at a very young age. Did she? Yeah. Yeah. Possibly from the effects. Yes. So here is how little I know about women's sports and ladies i apologize i just don't follow women's sports i just don't um so my four you know you had mary lou retton i said wendy richter and we talked about flojo my fourth one was missy hyatt (laughs) not even an athlete she was a valet wrestling manager (laughs) but i could like i don't know any women athletes Hmm. so there you go last question Most iconic sports movie of the eighties, <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll start with you there, Snow. <clears throat> All right, Rocky Four. That got it. <laughs> sorry, uh. I'm so sorry. Fell in love with Rocky in the seventies. Remember the first time I watched Rocky movie. Two and three were great, but four was unbelievable. To be sitting in the theater and when uh, Apollo Creed comes up, comes down actually, and. Uh, Ivan Drago comes up out of the floor, and you've got uh, James Brown singing. Uh, Living in America. Living in America. I was going to say, coming to America. But that would be a movie. Yeah. Great movie, though. Uh, East versus West. Man United versus States. Man. Yep. Hmm. Now Matt's searching. We're <laughs> <laughs> good. We're good. Frantically. What is, yours, what is yours, Matt, now that you've had so much time? Well, it's not Rocky Four now. Um, Great soundtrack, also. Is it? I thought it was. Is it? It was. Hey, no, but no wrong answers. There is no wrong answers. There's no wrong Thank answers. You. Okay. The training I, I montage was, I didn't would work say, out. <laughs> I would say. I would say iconic '80s sports movie. Um, I'm, I'm, I'll have to go. I'll, I'll have to go with Karate Kid. Yeah, mm. Karate Kid. That was on my list. Not yeah. number one, but it was there. yeah, I, it, it would be on, he'd be it'd be Karate Kid. So, yeah. I mean, we, we for all we, the reasons we talk about all the time, <coughs> for all yeah. the things we the, for all the reasons we say it. Look yeah. how much it still means to us after all these years. Cobra yeah. Kai. That's it. So. Jim Cotta. Jim Cotta. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna name that. We got two more people oops, to go. I just ruined it. Oh, so. oh crap! Sorry. <laughs> So Surprise, you didn't say I'm going to trump your Rocky Four and go with Rocky Three. <laughs> the the first movie I saw in the movie theater in 1982 art went with Art, and uh, now that did have a great soundtrack. Number one song in the country, Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, it also had uh, "Gonna Fly right? Now" by no by uh, Bill Conti. Bill Conti, thank you. And um, you had. You had Thunderlips, so you had to match with Thunderlips, and then you had Mr. T, which is like so iconic from the '80s right. as well, with his Club Dawn Lane. Eagle Club Lane. haircut. <laughs> um, so yeah, Rocky Three was the one for me. Nice. Okay. So, have you guys seen this movie? It's on Netflix. It's called uh, Watch. Uh, it's called This Is the Night. 
This so basically, a... this group of three friends are waiting in line to get tickets for Rocky Three. It takes place in 1982 or whatever. And um, this whole town, it's in New Jersey, this whole town is trying to, it's big Italian population. They're all trying to get in. And um, some big controversy happens after the movie. And they're trying to, everyone wants to kill these kids because, like, well, you have to watch the movie and find out. Is it comedy? uh, Comedy-ish, yeah. Yeah, mostly. Dark comedy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is the night. Yeah, this is the night. Yeah, it's on Netflix. I saw okay. it, saw it a couple weeks ago, and not bad Add it movie. To my list. Add it to my list. Not bad movie, but uh, it's it's a couple feel good moments. Rousing endorsement. Not bad movie. Yeah, not, 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 not bad. bad movie. Not good. So, like, we, not bad. we like to keep you apprised of all things eighties. So that is that is one for you guys to watch. Okay, I'm adding it to my list. So for me, the most iconic eighties <clears throat> sports movie. This Vision Quest. I knew yeah. he was going to say yeah. that. You oh, freaking love that movie. You reference that. Several that times. is, yeah. You know, got got to get in training. Got to beat shoot, man. Great soundtrack. Yeah, one of the best soundtracks of all the eighties. So it no is. Bad, it, no is the Mount, it is no in the Mount. It is in the Mount Rushmore. No. It no is the Mount Rushmore of eighties no. soundtracks. Okay. It's up there with Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Rocky Four. Not Rocky Four, <laughs> Last American Virgin, and Footloose. There it is. And Purple Rain would be the fifth to round up the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, that would that would be. No votes for uh, for Better Off Dead. Oh, oh yeah, Ski in the K twelve. Yeah, there was a yeah. little Ski in there. Yeah. No, there's no Man, votes look, for look. Uh, Field of Dreams either. I I was going I was going be... between Field of Dreams and Karate Kid. And, and you, with all you Indians. Cleveland people there are no major yeah, league. Yeah, no major, major league. league. Yeah. Wow, that's true. I thought you would have taken major league. A little disappointed that you did. I'm sorry you're disappointed I because I took your yeah. well, If John Candy would have been, I would have said, <laughs> <laughs> he was going oh. to. He turned it down. That's right. He's going to be Corbin Birdson's partner. He was going to be in third base. Well, he's going to be the catcher like he was in Brewster's Millions. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. All right, so that's it for for our iconic '80s sports people and so hey, forth. Hey, th- this podcast gave us one of the best slams <laughs> we've heard, and I mean, this is going to go down in podcast history. <sighs> you know what? You are a little more. I was more, a long you're little more field. So I was a field than guy. track. I mean, that's that's. <laughs> Oh, that's, oh, I just man. I gotta find a chance to use that on somebody. <laughs> you seem a little more field than track. Oh, you can't laugh at yourself. <laughs> that was very good. Uh, Kevin good just one. just came up with oh. it. He just, he just brought it. That was great. That was good. I'm just All right. So it. next week we're gonna close out our series, and we're gonna talk about iconic '80s music. Now we do a lot of music talk around here. We've done. I would say this this is our um, this is our eighty seventh podcast, and I would say a big chunk of them, maybe a third of them, have been dedicated music to music yeah. because I mean that's my eighties safe spot. And so, and what, what's neat is is you guys have went up one side and down the other of so many thoughts and realms about the music, whereas this will just be. Iconic, okay. yeah. This, is like, this may not be like, which is easier for me because initially Matt's like, "This is gonna be hard for you, buddy. You're gonna be able yeah. to do this." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I can." Yeah, this I, may not be my favorite, but 
Iconic, yes. So There we go. All right, so speaking of iconic and singers, we're going to close out here with the iconic Carl Lewis. All right. <laughs> Guys, Thank you, we will see you next week. Take care. God bless. Let us join the whole wide world. Make a human change and never break it up. You look like you'd be more field than track. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh.